Welcome to Let's Set Your Table, the food service and hospitality podcast that brings you the experts, trending news, and product reviews from across the industry. So grab a chair with your hosts and join us as we set your table. On episode two, we interview Rich and Jack Hody of the Hody Group, how they got their start, and what value they as a group bring to the industry professional, and how they assist operators in literally setting their table. They talk the past, present, and what they see for the industry's future, and why take on a 4,300-square-foot showroom in the West Loop of Chicago in this crazy marketplace and time. We talk about the supply chain issues and its impact on operators and their operations. We address the pandemic fallout as well as what is home meal replacement and why is it important to your survival and revenue stream. Also, is working with distribution partners still important in 2022? And hear the advice from these 43-year professionals on how to survive and navigate through the sea of ever-changing industry issues. So don't miss this episode. Pull up a chair with us, because it's all here on the table. Okay, before we get into our episode, I just want to give a shout-out. This episode is brought to you by the Hody Group Chicago Showroom. Our Chicago showroom is 3,000 square feet, right out of a food service operator's dream, located in the historic Fulton Market District sample thousands of our food service products, tabletop to custom furniture to buffet equipment, takeout packaging, kitchen automation, disposables, front and back of house apparel. Schedule an appointment with one of our food service and tabletop professionals today at the Hody Group Chicago showroom.com. You won't be disappointed. Also brought to you by the Hody Group for over 40 years They've been bringing innovative and reliable brands of commercial food service and hospitality products to marketplace. Learn more about what they and we can do for your business at thehodygroup.com. Joining us this morning, uh, we have two legends in the business, Mr. Jack Hody, Mr. Rich Hody of the Hody Group, HGI as we call it. Gentlemen, welcome to the table. So glad you're here with us. Glad to be here. Rich, let's start with you. Who is the Hody Group and what is it that you do in the industry? And tell our audience, when did the Hody Group get established? Okay, well, uh, the Hody Group, we're manufacturer representatives in the food service industry. Uh, We uh, have a a disposable uh, group of products, disposable line. We have uh, tabletop, uh, glassware, chinaware, and uh, we now have furniture along with that. Uh, So uh, we have, uh, you know, various offerings to the food service industry. And uh, we've been doing this since July 1st, 1996, uh, as the Hody Group. Uh, So we're just a little bit over 25 years old. Actually, my brother and I have been doing this for a lot longer than that. Uh, You know, actually, uh, I started this business in 1977 with a company called Concord Industries. Uh, The vice president of that company, a gentleman by the name of Dick Beers, two years later, said, let's have our own little manufacturer rep group. And uh, so I joined him. And uh, 16 years after that, uh, my brother and I uh, bought him out. Uh, When Dick and I were into the business for about a year, uh, we brought Jack along. That's how we got started. Great. Jack, tell us a little bit about your background. And uh, did did Rich pull you in or did did you decide this is what you wanted to do? Or did you come in uh, screaming and scratching and kicking? No, no. Um, I, uh, it's a, it's a little bit of both of the first two, uh, but there's no screaming or scratching. Um, I, I was in the meat business, uh, my experience in food service uh, or in, in foods. My uncle John uh, had a wholesale meat delivery route 
in Chicago and he delivered uh, meat to butcher shops, the, uh, the primal cuts, and he needed help on the truck. That was me, uh, actually, to the point of where he needed to expand his business. And so he bought another gentleman's meat route. Now he had two trucks, sometimes three, and I became pretty important to him and worked with him for about two and a half years. Then from there, I used that experience and went to the Becker Food Company uh, out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is a portion control, very high-end meat company. And I was a salesperson for them, uh, North Shore, Chicago. That's when I got to meet Dick Beers and would stop in their office and talk. And Dick and Rich got together and uh, said, hey, uh, this is what we're going to do. Do you want to be a part of this? And here we are. Cool. So I'm sure our, our listeners are wondering right now, obviously a family business. So how challenging has it been for brothers and family to work together? None at all. None at all. Right, Jack? No, uh, you know, mom likes me best. So it was my way or the highway, right? That's how I always figured it was supposed to be. But uh, quite honestly, uh, you know, Jack and I, uh, I, we were a great tag team. I think we were always a good tag team together. I think we still are. Uh, the people that we brought along, you know, for the ride over all these years, uh, it's, it's just been an incredible run. Like I said, we have 12 salespeople in the Hody Group organization. We have a combination of over 200 years of selling experience in the food service industry. Uh, we've got 12 professional people. Quite honestly, my brother and I are, are, are almost like stepping to the, to the back at times uh, because of the power of, these, of all of our people. And uh, we're just excited uh, to be along with, with them for the run. So we're having, we're having a great time. Jack, would you like to add anything to that? Uh, no, I, I, it's, 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 been, it's been a gas. It's the first time I heard that Rich actually liked me on this podcast. Uh, but uh, it's, it's been great. The common thing between Richie and I is that uh, we love our industry. Uh, and that's a common theme throughout the Hody Group. Every time that we talk to our people, it's, I mean, for, for the longest time, I've always made sure that everybody knows this is about family. Business comes second, but boy, it's a close second. Yeah, it's been great. I, I No complaints. Would I do it again? 99.99% yes. Well, gentlemen, I'm part of the team. Thanks for believing in me. Rich, one of the best parts of our HGI team, uh, you know, I think is the humor we bring to the table, uh, no pun intended. We've, we, we as a team have always admired both you and Jack. I, I think the best part is how you guys laugh at yourselves. And I think if you, if you talk to any of our team members, it's always watching and listening to you both come up with stories and laugh at yourselves. And that's a, that's a great quality to have as professionals in this business, and especially in the market and the world we live in today. Can either of you just give us a quick story, maybe something from the past that our listeners would probably chuckle at, something oh, that one. maybe you remember? I, I remember the very first week that Jack joined uh, RG Beers when I first got him into food service sales. I was introducing Jack to his new territory in St. Louis. I think it was a Wednesday and I had like a big 11 o'clock appointment set up for our, our largest account in that, in that area. At nine o'clock, I said, you know, Jack, we're going to go into this other account first. And, you know, we don't do too much with them, but it'd be good for you to see how I do things. And, you know, and then, uh, then we'll get on to the big boys. He goes, oh, okay, fine. So we walk into this account, kind of more or less a cold call. Uh, and Jack is really just there to observe. Well, I'm thinking the call is going to last for 20 minutes, half hour. The next thing you know, we're an hour into this call. And I'm looking down at my watch thinking, oh, my goodness, we're going to be late for the big call today. 
So I quickly tried to excuse ourselves. And when we did and walked out of the building, I looked at my brother. I said, move it. Let's go. We got to get in the car, get the samples in the truck. We're, we're going to be late for the big call today. He goes, well, how the hell do I know that? I go, come on, let's go, go, go. So we throw all the stuff in the trunk. We get in the car. I back the car out. Ba-boom. I pull the car forward. Ba-boom. We're driving. I'm like, what was that? He goes, that would be my briefcase. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so we destroyed his briefcase in week one, and we couldn't open it, close it, do anything with it for that rest of that week. But it was okay. That's great. <laughs> That's great, Jack. How about you? Do you got one? Yeah, you know, just just uh, I got rich mad one time at a at a uh, it, it was after hours, after business hours that we were spending a few hours uh, dusting our tonsils, so to speak, and uh, I got him mad. He got to the room, and back then we'd share rooms because of budgets, okay? And uh, so he got to his room at the hotel. We were in Chicago still, but uh, he got to his room, to our room, and I looked out in the room, and all my blankets and pillows were out in the hallway. <laughs> and I, I, um, it was, it was, and, and that's really one I can share. There, there's been so many that are not shareable for this medium, but, uh, and that, not in a bad way, just, Let's leave it at that. I mean, I mean, we could we could do the entire podcast about this subject. We may have to, Jack. You guys have great stories. So how so you've been at this, what, 43, 44 years now, guys? Yeah. Boy, I'm sure that you have seen some changes. We'll get back to that. I really want to ask a question right now for our listeners again, thinking, okay, who here's the Hody group. Who are they? Maybe specifically tell us, you know, what value do you bring to the marketplace? Why work with the Hody group? You have assembled 12 people on your team. Do they have specific roles or specific niches that they work in? Well, we have 12 salespeople. We have a total of 15 people in the organization, three people in customer service. You know, not, not only do we have people that have been there for 200 some years combined, but the product lines that we represent, they're the best in their respective industries. You know, and we've been very fortunate over the years to represent the finest of the companies within their categories, whether it's tabletop, disposables, furniture. And so you take that combination along with the Hody Group, the people, and I think we have a lot to offer uh, those who want to partner with us. And, uh, you know, we, we work with the, the single restaurant operator, owner, uh, the multi-unit, the national accounts, the hotels, uh, you know, you name it in food service. We've worked there over the years. We have a history. We have, uh, you know, I remember when I first sold disposables, people would say, yeah, I just need something to put it in and get it out the door. And I used to look at them and say, you know, um, believe it or not, uh, there's a means of profitability behind the packaging. It's, it's, it's just not get it out the door. Uh, let's work together and grow your business and make it more profitable. And let's be a team together. And I think we, my brother and I have taken that concept since day one and our people have taken it to a complete another level that, you know, I think is just unbelievable. Um, great compliment. Yeah. Just the, the only thing is, is that I, I, I think uh, when you work with the Hody group, uh, it's, it, it becomes, very apparent immediately of the relationship that we have with our suppliers. And it puts the customer in a very comfortable position sometimes. Um, they don't think they're talking to strangers who are afraid of the people that they have to ask for a price or for a condition of sale or a, or a inventory counter, anything like that. They are, I, 
I do believe that Rich and I and the rest of our team, uh, operators and distributor reps are talking to us. They are talking to the principals. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Great, great point. A lot of what we have today as a team, you guys have taught us. We've, you've been great teachers for us. And I think, you know, like any good organization, you know, we're all former sports guys. You know, if you got some good, a good general management and you got some good coaches and you got some a talented player personnel, you're going to win games. And I think that's, uh, that's what we have at the Hody Group and proud to represent you guys. And I'm sure the rest of our team is as well. Jack, I think I'd like to give you this question. Going back 40 years, uh, you both have a very diverse background and you've come together during this time. How, how different is the business landscape now, Jack, than it was 40 years ago? Not one bit. It's exactly the same. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, number one thing that comes to mind, the people that we must talk to who are making decisions, who are spending the money, they're a much more informed, highly educated uh, group of people. And they are making decisions that, that cost more money than back when in 1978, when they were, when the buyer was pulling out a computer card out of his Rolodex to see how many can liners he has in stock. Okay. It's a whole different, it's a whole different thing now. Um, also we have to, and, and what, what, what really comes to mind right now, we have to be able to address uh, national issues, uh, actually world issues. Like uh, the one, the first thing that comes to mind is the uh, green movement, sustainability of everything we do, uh, carbon footprints, uh, where does the stuff wind up? Where is it going to be? How does it get there? Compostable. We have to be able to connect with our customer and keep them and their customer base, the actual people eating the food comfortable, that everything's being done to make it a safer place and a, and a more viable planet. Also, I think the expectations of Rich and myself and our fantastic team, I think the expectations are a lot greater today than they were in 1980, okay, 1981, 85, 1990. Uh, people count on us for more, okay? Um, and uh, our the responsibility we have for ourselves is to constantly get better. We, if, if I can't get better for the distributor rep who's counting on me or for the operator that is uh, going to talk to me and I have one this afternoon, I, I better get pretty good for it. We need to get better all the time. Okay. All of our people do. Um, and it's, it's not an edict. We are talking to people who love their industry. We need to love our industry and we do. Okay. But no, when you get those two factors meeting, usually good things happen. I agree. Rich, last two years, quite challenging times, eh? We've been through a lot. The world's changed. Lots of things have changed. Our business has been affected. Culinary food service, hospitality really took it pretty hard on the chin with the shutdowns in several states across our nation. What's changed for you at the Hody Group uh, during this pandemic and COVID season? Uh, let's hope that this is behind us now. You know, I, I Honestly, I think it's just gotten a, a, a lot more intense, uh, more purposeful, uh, tougher decisions have to be have to be right. There's not a lot of room for error any longer. Uh, you know, 2020 was everybody just figure out a way to survive. Yet our disposable side of the business, carry out became king. You know, that just got busier and busier and busier, uh, trying to find answers for people, solutions, okay, to help them keep their doors open maybe make a dime or two doing it and, 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 and move this thing forward. 
And then as we moved into uh, the end of 2020 into 2021, uh, the, the supply chain. Uh, and, and, and that's the, the big issue today. Things are opening up, uh, but we cannot get enough product. We can't, uh, I, I, I think uh, Todd, who works in a lot of our national accounts, my son Todd, uh, you know, he says it best, you know, you just can't guarantee people anything today right now. He says it is, he goes, it's just that tough. Mm-hmm. Jack? Yeah, um, just to just to add to that, uh, to, towards the end of that, I think with the pandemic, things that we have learned to do or had to learn to do, and we have included uh, this with our customer, with our operator base and our distributor base, is to provide, discuss alternative solutions. Because, you know, a guy wants a 55-gallon trash bag and he goes through 300 cases a month and the manufacturer has five in stock and he's not getting any of them. Okay, what's the alternative? Okay, Holy Group, what do you know about the next thing that's available? Where can I get other trash bags? All that. So it's taught me, and I have tried to help my my friends in distribution and my friends at the operator level to be more amenable to alternative solutions. Because if you if you want to hang yourself out to dry based on how business was done five years ago, you're not going to be in business. Great point. Rich, I understand you're well known, you and your brother in the industry for home meal replacement. That term. Whoa, whoa, whoa. not me. Is it Rich Jack? I stand corrected. I, so I agree with it, but it's all it's all here. So Rich, you're you're known and well known in the industry for the home meal replacement. Um, obviously you came up with that because Jack just confirmed that. So please explain this concept to our operators and our professionals listening. Well, well, first of all, that I did not come up with that. I, I, I stole it from somebody. Uh, I think it was one of our uh, manufacturers. But, you know, it, it, was, it was in front of all of us. Uh, and it started really in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, when, uh, you know, it wasn't June and Ward Cleaver. It wasn't Ward coming home to June anymore. And at 5 o'clock, the table was set and everybody sat down to dinner. Uh, you know, June was getting home about the same time Ward was now. Okay, and we needed uh, we we needed to figure out something else for dinner, and and that's really what home meal replacement started with, with some of our manufacturers coming up with uh, dinner options for families to purchase outside the home. If you take a look at it today, you know I, one of my questions I used to ask everybody was, if you take uh, four seven lunches and seven dinners a week, how many of those those meals do you make from scratch at home? When I asked the question 20 years ago, you know, women were and men were looking at each other like, my God, it's not seven, it's not even eight, it's six, it's five. Well, look at where it is today. You know, I mean, there are too many great opportunities for healthy options. And that's where home meal replacement came from. And that's where our industry is going. And it's taken it to a whole, whole nother level. And and I would say that I know I'm very proud for the multiple lines that we represent. Jack, how many lines approximately do we represent as a company today? When I'm on the phone with my industry cohorts, I'm probably mentioning 17 lines every week. Some I don't because I'm not asked about them and some aren't so sure that they want to be in it right now. Okay. (laughs) But, but 17, 18 people, uh, Good product, good product lines. Yeah, and, and within those good product lines, we have some phenomenal disposable packaging options, right, Rich? To that, we're going to be able to help them 
really round out and, and impact their home meal replacement program. Is that correct? Correct. You know, uh, you know, there are various material options, substrates, whether it's uh, polypropylene, whether it's aluminum, whether it's corrugate, uh, you know, on and on and on. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, these are the opportunities that you place in front of an operator today. Okay. And together you work as a team to try to figure out a successful plan for that operator to succeed three, four, five, ten 10 years down the road. Jack, you want to yeah, add? That, yeah, sure. And that, that never ends. Um, I think I spend more time now and Rich will agree to this. I spend more time now on the what's next for the holding rope question. We don't represent anybody that makes CPET, but I've been on the phone probably 40 to 50 hours in the past two weeks discussing CPET with, with some people in the industry who are finding out about the holding rope and just might want to be a part of us and us a part of them. It's one more uh, uh, arrow in the quiver, okay, for us. And uh, we can we can uh, offer our, you know, our new showroom, which I'm sure you'll get into, is going to offer and show people a lot of things. And I found that uh, we don't have everything. We offer a lot of solutions and a lot of segments. You can never stop looking at the next one. So for our audience that may not know what that acronym means, Jack, can you tell us what CPET is? I can't pronounce what the letters mean, but I'm telling you that it's, it is disposable container. And, and some of it's got to do with crystallization. Disposable containers that are both microwavable and ovenable. And that when you lid that with a film, there's a process called MAP, Modified Atmosphere Packaging, where they take the oxygen out and put the nitrogen in. And fresh foods can be delivered fresh to a to a cooler case and up to three to four weeks. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep it at three weeks, can be picked out by a consumer and eaten as if it was just packed yesterday. Absolutely. What we all just went through with the COVID season, <clears throat> some of us are coming out of it now sooner than others, depending on where you are in the country. We relied during the pandemic on home meal replacement, as well as good, really good packaging to get our food delivered at our home. And I'll tell you the biggest thing that I learned during this time was how good some of us substrates performed and how bad some of the substrates performed. Exactly. Very good. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Rich, I got to believe if you would confirm this for me, as well as you, Jack, that many of these operators only survived through the COVID season because they were very good, were already thinking ahead on their takeout packaging because that's the only way they were able to survive. Oh, I, I agree with that. 100%. Great. So, Rich, you know, with the intense popularity of the internet, 21 now and 22 here in a new year, you know, big tech, in your professional opinion, how important is the distributor partner today in that model for the operator? Oh, gosh, I you know, hate to use a, one of those cliche terms, but, you know, it, you know, it takes a village, okay? And we as the Hody Group, are just a small part of that. Distribution, okay, uh, my goodness gracious, when you go from the disposables to the, to the equipment, to the food, to you know, what, what it takes to put that restaurant into action, that chain into action 365 days a year, uh, distribution and their commitment has just gotten bigger by the day for the last 20 some years. Hmm. Um, John, if I may. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so 
regarding distributors, operators, brokers like Richie and me and the rest of our team, you know, NBC, I think it was NBC used to have a tagline and I haven't seen it in a few years now, but and, but when I say it, you'll recognize it. And it was who they want to be with their information. And it was the more, you know, well, <laughs> that really, really is a, is a successful strategy when you have a broker involved that loves the industry, you have a customer, an operator involved that loves the industry, and you have a distributor involved or a distributor rep involved that loves their industry. You got three people sharing information towards solving a problem or providing a solution. Truly, the more you know. So I, I know distributor reps uh, who are so good at what they do that I learn even when I don't, I mean, the when I don't get the business, I learn something. When I talk to an operator, I sometimes learn without letting them know I'm learning. I'd like some guy screaming at me for a half hour on the phone. Okay, I've learned that I don't want to be like him. However, the more you know, and, that, and that's when you got a highly qualified broker group, a highly qualified distributor group, and, a, and, a, uh, and everybody learns how to listen. And that's when, that's when it works the best. Great point. So, Rich, here you guys have acquired a premium piece of real estate, 4,000 square feet plus large showroom in the Fulton Market District of the Chicago West Loop. How and why would anyone today, given the environment and the volatility of the marketplace, want to step up and take on this initiative? Making decisions when overserved. <laughs> Well, you know, let's see, John actually is 4,300 square feet. I stand corrected. And I just hope it's, it's large enough uh, because uh, it's, it's going to be the Disney world of food service uh, opportunities for the operators to come into one space and see a lot of answers to what their needs are going to be for the future. You know, we're going to bring owners, operators, whoever's interested to come into that to that space, okay, and be able to walk them all the way through building that restaurant to their carryout, whether it's garbage or food. <laughs> the bottom line is uh, we're very, very excited about our new space. Uh, we hope it's going to be uh, up and running by uh, the end of July of 2022. Uh, I'll tell you what, I've got, we have, Jack and I are so fortunate, we've got a group of uh, ladies and, uh, and guys that are just, you know, so smart, so dedicated, and, and along with our people and our principals, our manufacturers, uh, we're looking forward to putting together uh, quite a show. Well, I'll tell you, it's a big step and we're excited about it because I know I'm going to be part of it too. And, and in fact, I believe from what I'm hearing, there's going to be a special nook in there where we're going to do some recording and do some live events as well as lay down some more uh, episodes for our podcast of Let's Set Your Table. So I'm real excited about that. And thank you both for having the vision to take on uh, something that unique and making a commitment to the industry. Just top notch. Thank you so much. So obviously, you're quite bullish on the industry. And Jack, what are your thoughts? I'd like you to share now. What do you see as the future of our business going forward? Um, I I think it's get more. I think people who love what we do, who love the industry, and if, and if, I, if you've heard that word out of my mouth, love an industry uh, consistently. This this particular cast, because only that way it works. I think that 
expectations are going to be increased. It's not going to get less expectations. It's a much more diverse community of people who love the food that they're familiar with from where they're from, and now they're here. Their foods are wonderful. They're fantastic. They need to be learned about. They, they, and so expectations of us to help them provide a satisfying dining experience is going to do nothing but continue. And I think that's the biggest. And, and those that answer that challenge are going to thrive. Not just survive. They're going to thrive. Uh, it's not about just going to get a hamburger anymore. It's about making the, the greatest food ideas and the greatest cultures uh, over the years of food easy to eat at home, comfortable dining experience when they're there. What I always like to uh, tell our base, we can do it once, but the trick is to get them to come back time after time after time. So that's where I think we're headed. It's not going to get any easier. It's going to get better. And if it gets better, it's more fun. You got to love what you do. Yeah. It's a winning recipe. Excellent, excellent point. So, you know, one of the places that we normally join, uh, kind of come together every year in the great city of Chicago at McCormick Place is NRA. Guys, is NRA happening this year, in your opinion? I believe, I believe it is. And McCormick Place just hosted the uh, auto show. Uh, it's, I think it's ending this week. Uh, it's, it's the first huge major event uh, there, I think, in two years. I know the, the doors are opening, uh, the mask regulations, uh, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise are, are, are going away here in Chicago. Full steam ahead. Let's go to work. That's great. Well, we're excited. I hope that does, in fact, come to fruition because that is one of the best places for us to mix, mingle, and work with a lot of our owner-operators, uh, professionals in this industry. So, okay, last question. Um, after 43-plus years, 44 years, Rich, Jack, what piece of advice would you give them? Because this is a rough time to enter into this business. Honestly, it's, it's roll up your sleeves and sit down. It's be honest with each other. Okay, here's who we are. Here's who we are. Here's our track record. Okay, here's what we, we believe we can do to help you. What are your needs? What are your objectives? It's business as it was in day one. It just gets a little tougher to succeed every year. Okay, and we believe that we can offer the operators answers, solutions to their to their challenges. That's what we do. That's what our, that's what we do for a living. Okay, um, I think uh, if I was talking to somebody who's just going to get in business today, I would I would let them know that I think the most important thing that they need to take get up in the morning every day, look in the mirror, and say, "How can I get better?" Every single day. Um, how do I make it easier for my customers to arrive at my door? What does it take to do that? And who do I get to to help me do that if I don't have that answer? And then I think the second most important thing I can tell them if they're new in the industry is people who are coming in and, say, and they're going to spend $30 for them to get a meal at your place and they have options. If you don't want to get better, somebody is thinking, how do I get better all the time? Hopefully, when those people get together with people like the Hody Group and they get in a forum like our showroom, we're going to have the greatest think tank of people who love their industry going. Okay, and I, I'm I'm 69 years old. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's fantastic. Well, gentlemen, we're going to leave it right here today. That's all the time we've got. I really thank you so much for joining us here the, at the big table. The heads of the table came together today. Uh, you guys are just icons in the industry. I, I swear I tell operators all the time, There's, I think there's a statue 
in bronze or whatever of Jack and Rich Hody running out of the McCormick building with their briefcase in their hand. Maybe not the one that Rich ran over, but definitely a briefcase in their hand. You guys are awesome. Please join us again for another episode of Let's Set Your Table. If you would like more information, samples, or would like to consult with the Hody Group, visit thehodygroup.com. That's H-O-D-E group.com.